Hey, welcome to the Movie Academic Podcast. I'm Buck, little Trump Duke, and we got Chadley, uh, no mic. Chadley, no mic. No mic. I, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta buy a new mic, and uh, he's gonna make fun of me on every episode until I do it. Could this guy um, sound literally any more distorted? Like, <laughs> like is, is it is it right is it really bad? It's, like, is it it's that literally bad? the worst it's ever been? I, I, I don't understand. Why? I don't know. Maybe because you're sitting down or something. You're in a fucking wind tunnel. I don't fucking know. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, dude. I don't know why it's doing that. Well, like I said, I'm going to buy a new mic soon, so hopefully yeah. I'm poor, though. I, so. I, I doubt that. This guy wants to buy a six, $60 fucking snowball mic from Staples. Literally the worst mic you can donate. If you guys want to fucking donate oh, some money. Fucking God, it sounds so bad. Like... All right, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay, hold on. It's too bad we're fucking already live. We should have dealt with this before. I, th- I thought you were trying to, but obviously you did nothing and just pretended I, that you did something. No, I did so. Oh, hold on. That that would be why. Okay, hold on. Let's stay at fucking that like that. Okay. So, okay, does that sound but still, still sound shitty? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll deal with it. Anyway, so uh, we've, been, we've been off for a couple weeks here. Charlie, what'd you do in your time off? Uh, I worked. I worked. Um, kind of. This is like my first day off in like ninety years, so um, I'm, I'm celebrating that by. Uh, as you can see, I'm sleeping in. Uh, I'm still in bed. Um, I just want you guys to know clearly. I don't give a shit about my job as a film critic. Cause, you know, doing this podcast from my bed. Um, literally offended. But yeah, I I can I can I can fucking I can fucking hear myself in my headphones. Why can I hear myself? I don't know, because you're screaming, probably. Oh, okay. But you have headphones on as well. <laughs> My, okay, I guess I'm just that loud. All right. But, um, yeah, welcome back to Movie Epidemic Podcast. This is episode 99, Buck. I know. We're, we're, we're about to break off a hundo, Chadley. We're, we're going to fucking break off a hundo. We're going to do it, guys. Uh, make sure to tune into the episode 100. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going to celebrate the uh, podcast. It's, it's with, an extravaganza. Like, yeah, we're gonna be counting down our top fifty favorite films of all time. Uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a big deal. Is 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 all? It's gonna be a big fucking deal. Um, we're gonna we're gonna crack some brews. Are you gonna crack a brew? I'm gonna crack a brew. Yeah, I'll crack a brew. Yeah, we'll crack a brew for episode one hundred. Uh, until then, um, though the brews will remain. I want to show. Crack. I want to show up to my night class fucking wasted. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. Because that shit's four hours long, I, and I just have to sit there. It actually is a film class, though. So, oh, but don't you like um, don't you um, uh, live on campus too? So like, you don't have to drive or nothing. Yeah, exactly. I, I can just walk there. That's, yeah, you're fine. You can show up fucking wasted. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, we're talking about some movies today. Um, some shitty ones. Yeah, some real. This this has been a real unfortunate week, but we'll get into well, I, it. Well, Charlie doesn't like Day of the Dead for some reason, which I think is a is a fine zombie flick. But yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it when when the time comes. Um, but uh, well, yeah, uh, just to, just about. to let you know, Charlie, you're you're wrong already, and I and you haven't even made your argument. So okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and to be fair, I texted you. I didn't like it halfway through the film, so you know we'll we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, so we're gonna talk about Day of the Dead. Um, but first, we're obviously going to be talking about Ghostbusters. This is the one you've all been waiting for uh, ever since we screamed about it a year and a half ago. Well, we made a um, bet. Like, where, where if, uh, what was it? If, Miss, if Melissa McCarthy was in it, we won't see it in theaters or something? That, yeah, that's exactly the bet we made. But now... Was that the bet? Okay. Uh, 
yeah, that was that was the deal. And so I got, so we didn't I, got see to, I got yeah. I got to, to watch the extended edition, which is two hour, almost two and a half hours, which is that's Wait, there's an watch extended that. edition. Well, what yeah, did they it's add? Probably, it's probably the same one you watched. Okay, it might be. Either way, um, but yeah, we're also going to be talking about the shallows a little bit later on in the show. Um, so stay tuned for that as well. That's a little shark movie starring Blake Lively. Mm-hmm. Um, shark movies. Sharks. Right. Sharks. That uh, sharks are like the the new. Uh, sharks are the new snakes, I guess. Like, <laughs> no, I'd say sharks are like the new. Like you remember how in like the eighties, like every horror movie that came out was like um, a slasher. That's like that's like it's all sharks now. Sharks are the new natural disasters. Yeah, absolutely. It's natural like, disaster. Why are you so so fucking loud, Chadley? Like, can you turn it down, oh, Any? I, I keep turning it I, down. I have, I have my volume up. at eight, Chadley. Eight oh, of a no. hundred, and you're so loud. Oh no! Hold on. See, I keep turning my volume, my levels down on this microphone, and then it just fucking auto turns itself back. Why are you doing that? I just watch it do it again. Preposterous. This is fucking. This is unlistenable pod, Chadley. I can't. I'm not even going to be able to do this with you unless you get a fucking mic. Like that's. Am I, I going to get fired? <laughs> I might have to just quit this show, Chadley. That would not be a terrible thing to do. Why the fuck? Just stay at that level. There you go. Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about some fucking some shitty movies. Um, let's talk about Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So like. Here's the problem with this movie. Um, first of all, it's fucking really a really shitty movie. Let's just get that right off the bat. It's very bad. Um, it's really shitty. Um, and here's the problem: is that like going into it, I was like, okay, all right, I don't want to be called sexist on the internet, so I have to. I, when I write my review after I'm done watching this movie, I can't start the review off by saying this movie isn't funny because it has women in it. But uh oh. This movie isn't funny because it has women in it. Now, before y'all start keying in the comments and shit calling me sexist, hold on for a moment, all right? The fact that it's not funny because it has women in it has nothing to do with the women in it. Uh, it's more on the, on, the, on the shoulders of one very shitty man who I absolutely hate named Paul Fagg who decided to write what I think he thought was an empowering script, but was actually just taking the idea of women and then spinning them into a gimmick. It's almost more um, offensive that that's how it turned out, really. Yeah, like, honestly. It like, it, it like sh- if, if it was just a shitty comedy, okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but now it's shitty and focuses on women. Well, like, well, Paul Fagg is doing this thing where he's taking, like, these, these film genres that are typically male-oriented, like, you know, the bro comedy, the buddy cop film, the spy flick, and now fine. the blockbuster. Okay, fine, you should do that. But, yeah, uh... absolutely. I think I think it's a good thing. I just I I just wish that it was done in a respectful manner, and I don't think Paul Fagg knows how to do that. But people keep wanting to like give him money and shit. Well, it's because, my it's because Freaks and Geeks is popular on Netflix now, and everybody's like, oh, he's a genius. And it's like, yeah, he did that fucking 20 years ago, all right? Like, yeah, and that's barely good. I, I, you know, I like Freaks and Geeks. I think it's good, but like... It's got a strong but, cast, Chadley, and it's relatable because uh, you're a fucking nerd. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. But like, the thing is, is it's like it's like the same shit. Like, Paul Fagg is the same shit as Tim Burton. People are like, Tim Burton's like, I'm like Tim Burton's garbage. So like, Tim Burton's good, dude. Edward Scissorhands, and I'm like, yeah, but thirty years ago. 
That was fucking 30 years ago he did Edward Scissorhands. And that movie is actually only all right. That movie's only kind of good. <laughs> yeah, I okay. wouldn't even say good. I would say it's all right. Yeah, it's passable. Uh, it's passable. Winona Ryder can't fucking act, but, you know, it's passable. Johnny Depp's pretty good. All right, whatever. Who gives a shit? Besides the fact that it makes no fucking sense, but we're not here to talk about that, Chadley. <laughs> yeah, we're here to talk about Ghostbusters. So we should uh, we should do an all Burton episode because I got a lot of got a lot of questions. Yeah, I got a lot her. of. <laughs> yeah, we should get him on the show. Yeah, we know him. We got his number. Yeah, yeah, he's a friend um, of the show, so, friend of the pod. Yeah, well, not friend of the show, enemy of the show, but he's aware. He's aware. He knows. Um, he knows his place. <laughs> so Ghostbusters. Um, basically, the idea of this movie is is I couldn't really tell what this movie wanted to be. And I think that's the biggest problem because like it, it seemed like it was trying so hard to stand on its own as its own thing. But then every now and again, they would do something that's like, remember like in the first one, like in Ghostbusters, it's like, all right, what are you trying to do here? Um, a good example of this is um, the part where they're looking for a Ghostbusters headquarters. Now, this part drove me fucking wild because there's a scene where they're looking for the Ghostbusters headquarters and they go to the fire hall. And, like, it's like the fire hall from the first Ghostbusters. And you're like, oh, shit, yeah, that looks pretty cool. That's, like, from the original Ghostbusters. And then they're like, oh, but we don't have enough money. So then they do it out of a Chinese food restaurant. Now, here's the problem with that is that there's not a joke around the fact that they can't afford the fire hall. They just go to the fire hall for no reason other than to say, like, remember from the first movie? There's uh-huh. no reason for it. Not even any jokes in that scene. They just go there, they're like, ah, we can't afford it, and then they go to a different place. So there's no point for that scene to exist. Yeah, there's a lot of that kind of stuff that uh, doesn't need to be in it. You know, um, yeah. how, how, do you feel about, uh, how do you feel about Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, that's the one thing that I was I was going to hit next is that like there are some jokes that are written in this movie specifically for Chris Hemsworth that I can't believe anybody looked at that and was like, yeah, that belongs in a comedy film. That's good stuff. For instance, when he shows up and they're like, you don't got lenses in your glasses. And he's like, yeah, they kept getting dirty. So I took them out. Uh, is that a joke? Is that supposed to be a joke? And then And then he hears a loud noise and he covers his eyes. It's like, are you like, is this real? Like, is this a real movie? Like, it seems fake. Shit, it seems like it's a fake looking movie. It's a fake, fake as fuck looking movie. Um, you know what it feels like? It feels like a fucking Marlon Wayne's fucking parody of Ghostbusters. Yeah, totally. But with (laughs) girls, uh, another one of the problems too is that like, look, I I thought going into this that the whole Melissa McCarthy thing was gonna piss me off, but I think for what she was given, she did fine here. It was a lot yeah. of like, ooh, I didn't get enough food with my order jokes. But like, here's the thing. Melissa McCarthy, she can act. Like, she's an actress. But you know who cannot act? A fucking Kristen Wiig. Actually, no, that's not true. I've seen her act. It's almost as if she chose not to act for this particular film. I, I don't think Kristen Wiig said anything convincingly. Like, any line. No, she's was, pretty, she's bad in this. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, it was really, it was really bizarre because usually she's all right. I mean, in Bridesmaid, she was fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I've seen her in other stuff, and she's all right. But like here, she just didn't even put any effort in or anything. It was really bizarre. Um, Kate McKinnon. I mean, 
again, like the, it's like a one-dimensional character saying low-hanging fruit jokes. I barely even know who that person is. Like everybody's, yeah, got, like, everybody's like, Kate McKinnon, everybody's like, Kate McKinnon's the best. I'm like, if I, that person walked up to me on the street, I wouldn't know who that is. Yeah, me <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure she's good on SNL, but I would never watch SNL. So. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm 24 years old. You know, I don't need to watch SNL. You know. You know who's you know who's on SNL though? Those fucking good neighbor stuff guys. Fucking is oh, my roommate you, gay guy. Yeah, fucking Beck Bennett and uh, fucking Kyle Mooney. Yeah, dude, I fucking saw Kyle Mooney in uh, Neighbors <laughs> too, and I was like, holy shit, dude, that guy's still alive. Yeah, they're they're both on SNL now. Oh my god, that is actually so good. I might have to watch SNL now. I fucking love yeah, I was, I was like watching a clip of it. I'm like, is that fucking Beck Bennett and Kyle Mooney? And it fucking <laughs> is. They're on the show. You fucking Beck Bennett, you moon face looking motherfucker. <laughs> love them. I love the boys. Fucking they were, boys. Fa- they were friends of the show before they hit SNL and then they sort of forgot the little people. So, yeah, But I mean, God bless. Fucking yeah. is my remake is the best video on YouTube. Yeah, that's why we're making it. Outrageous Fun is, is also a close second and retarded, but not also very good. <laughs> Fucking everything, Good Neighbor stuff, like nobody ever watched that, but then those guys got famous somehow. Like those videos <laughs> don't have very many views. <laughs> no, it's like all, I've watched it about 100,000 <laughs> yeah. times. And then... <laughs> yeah, I think half the views are you and me, at least. <clears throat> um, okay, but like Ghostbusters. All right, so Kate McKinnon. Yeah, whatever. One dimensional character, no mid- which, which is too joke. bad because, like, I think I think we're ready, right? If we're ready for another Ghostbusters. It just because you know the technology is there and everything, and I love Ghostbusters, but it's just I just I don't uh, know. There, okay, I, I we we were sort of we're sort of ignoring the elephant in the room with this movie. Obviously, this movie came with a uh, with a fair amount of controversy. Uh, pretty much every critic who gave this a negative review was blasted on Twitter for being sexist. But um, I just I don't think that that's warranted because it, this movie has seventy five percent, and that to me is an indication that critics are cowards. Because if you are a film critic who knows about film and you watch this movie and gave it a positive review, then lose your job. You should lose your job because this is a very bad film. It's very poorly made. Um, there is some... I mean, later in the movie, there is some mildly entertaining action sequences. Um, I think... I, I really enjoyed what they did with the action sequences in this one, actually, um, if I'm being totally honest. Because in this one, they had a bunch of gadgets, and they were moving around and doing shit. But if you recall in the first Ghostbusters, whatever action's taking place, they're kind of just standing there, shooting stuff, like in the well, same spot. Yeah, well, I mean, the original Ghostbusters weren't, like, huge budget movies, whereas this is, like, a blockbuster. So they have a lot no. of they have a lot of room to play. And uh, I, I do think, technically, uh, this movie is pretty well made. It's just horribly written and plotted. And yeah, plotted. It, it's, all the, it's all the script. The second that there was a dance number at the end of the movie, that's when I was like, gee, I'm out. Christ. I'm out. Because, like, with the three-minute, like, because there is a really fun action sequence when they're fighting the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. And then the the giant Abraham Lincoln or whatever the fuck that was, and like and all those ghosts, and even like even some of the stuff with Slimer is pretty entertaining. Slimer's um, pretty good. Yeah, Slimer's pretty fun in this one um, because he does he follows the like the actual formula of what Slimer was supposed to be, unlike the TV show, which kind of is just like, oh, he's our friend now. But in but in like the original, uh, was it Ghostbusters two that Slimer premiered in? I don't remember. I think um, it's in the first one. No, yeah, he's in Ghostbusters one. 
his his prerogative is to fuck shit up, and that's what he does in this movie. And it's entertaining to watch. He goes, he picks up some Slimer bitches, you know. He, he yeah. ganks a car, a little bit of Grand Theft Auto. It's pretty fun. Yeah, um, Slimer, MVP of the film, a, really. Yeah, that's about a three to five minute segment, and then it immediately gets absolutely unwatchable again. You with, know, I, I, you know how they fight the <coughs> giant Ghostbusters logo at the end. Spoilers. Holy alert. shit, dude! I was screaming. <laughs> I was so pissed. Dude. The irony was not lost on me there. That I was like, Jesus Christ, this is well, like, well, like as the logo before fighting him was like, was like, this is what you wanted, wasn't it? Something familiar, and I'm like, wow, Paul Feig, I hope you fucking die for that line. Yeah, you piece of shit. Yeah, we did want something familiar. You know, what we didn't want fucking this. Well, I don't want a remake, obviously. <laughs> a reboot is fine. A soft reboot is fine, as far as I'm concerned. Um, but, like, I just, I don't know. What about Bill Murray? We haven't talked about that yet. Yeah, hey, here's the thing. is that Bill Murray is a funny man. Very funny man. Did, like, Paul Fagg purposely write no jokes for Bill Murray so that it would make, like, Melissa McCarthy and Chris Wig look funnier in comparison? Or like, because like, seems to be the case, hey. It seemed like every line Bill Murray had, he was only answering questions directly. Like they'd be like, "So you don't believe in the Ghostbusters, huh?" And he'd be like, "Nope." It's like, okay, <laughs> that's the line. He'd be like, "I do not believe these Ghostbusters are real." And it's like, okay, you're literally just answering directly, just fucking straight up, not saying any jokes. Um. Oh man, I really, I really want. I really wanted to enjoy Bill Murray in this movie, but I couldn't. That being said, the Bill Murray bit is about 10,000 times funnier than the Dan Aykroyd bit. Holy shit, dude. As soon as he was like, when they're like, don't go downtown, there's ghosts down there. And he's like, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. And I'm like, all right, fuck you. Fuck you, Paul Fag. What, what do you want from me? Oh, I, the the ghost of uh, the ghost of Harold Ramis is rolling around in his uh, ghost house right now. Um, oh, you know what's you know what really got me, Chadley? What's that? that? That fucking Fallout Boy remix. It's not for me, man. You know what? I kind of like it, and maybe I know I'm you crazy. like it because you hate good music. You absolutely yeah, I, love. But yeah, I, like I, I like I, I will I will be very honest. I know nothing about good music. I I sort of found the Fall Out Boy remix to be mildly entertaining. I disagree completely on a technical level. It's one of the worst. It's one of the worst remix uh, songs I've ever heard. Like I said, yeah, I just I know so little about about music, so I can't I can't really speak on, on that behalf. Charlie um, only likes that so that it looks so it makes him not look so so negative towards this film. I know, because like I, mean, I, I really, I do trying to hold on to anything that makes him look good I, at this point. He's a I do. I, 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 I just, I do want to have positives to say about this movie, but unfortunately, there just isn't very many. Here's the thing, you know that joke about like how uh, Melissa McCarthy wants more food um, from her Chinese food delivery man. Mm-hmm. Look, that joke was like mildly entertaining, a little bit like Melissa McCarthy fat joke baby, but like mildly entertaining. But you know, it wasn't mildly entertaining. Making the joke four times. They, they made you that. You don't think speech. that was enough or what? No, dude. Here's One thing, Chad, time we was li- enough. We live in a we live in a culture of repetitive absurdist humor, thanks to thanks to memes. But 
But yes, exactly. You know why memes are popular, Chadley? Because this is a family guy generation that grew up on repetitive, absurdist humor. And now they're bringing it to the masses, Chadley. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. The more you bring up old jokes, the funnier they become, I guess, is how Paul Fagg works. Well, that's the theory. That's the theory behind it. And we've been doing it for uh, many years on the show, Chadley. See Liam Neeson and wolf jokes. But <laughs> Yeah, see, see we have Liam Neeson in the gray. Which we will be yes. talking about next week when we count down which, our top 50 favorite films. Which we will be. That's a guarantee. <laughs> and Freddie we'll talking. We'll be talking a lot of the niece. A lot of the niece in this next well, episode. I, I actually, like, I, like I, I, I already have made my list up. And, like, I actually have, like, so many fucking Liam Neeson movies on there. I got a couple. Yeah. That's for sure. I've got quite a few. Not Darkman, though. Rest in peace, Darkman. Rest in peace, Darkman. So, when it comes down to it, I don't think... Ghostbusters was very successful. I, I just no, I, I and I don't even think it made very much money. I think a lot of the, a lot of the negative press sort of probably got to it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mean, it's it's no Fantastic Four, but it's no, yeah, it's not. It's be, it, Here's the thing, <clears throat> this is not the worst movie of this it's, year. I wouldn't say it's unwatchable. It's just not uh, very good. Yeah, <clears throat> if I don't know, I, I this is gonna sound like really like I'm gonna sound like a big cock here. But, like, if you're small-minded, you might actually take some enjoyment out of this movie. But if you're, if you, if you're honestly Christ. able... Yeah, like, I'm trying not to sound like a dick, but if you're honestly able to decipher what... What the fuck, Chadley? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, if you, honestly, if you can honestly decipher what is real comedy and what is Adam Sandler comedy, you will not enjoy this. Because, um, yeah, this... Like, this, honestly, as far as I'm concerned, this is no better than Adam Sandler comedy. Yeah, I would agree. I just, I don't know why, like, I think people are becoming more aware of good comedy writing, just because yeah, stand-up has made such a big presence in the last, like, five years, I'd say. Yeah, those 21 Jump movies are doing pretty well. Well, not even that, but, like, uh, like t- like good written comedy. Like, back in the 80s, it was all shitty comedies, right? Yeah, I guess, I guess like, with things like, um, like, Mar- uh, what's that show Mark Maron's on? That's, like, real comedy i don't remember what it's called but like it's it's a really smartly written comedy show um, <laughs> no is it called is it just called Marin? because there's uh, the other one i was thinking of is louis which is louis ck's show which is really yep. smartly written yeah they're comedy. both they're both just their names but yeah like stuff like that like more more technical and i think just comedy in general is evolving and it seems like big blockbuster comedies aren't and yeah uh, they, they're not really following the tides because with the smart comedy, well, like that. I guess I think I think podcasts might have had a lot to do with that, like Joe Rogan and yeah. that, that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I totally agree. And even like um uh, oh shit, Doug Mark Doug, Ma- Mark Maron Mark Maron's obviously the Doug Benson. Uh, yeah, Doug, Doug, Doug Benson. No, I was I'm thinking Doug Benson. Doug Benson, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think podcasts had a lot to do with that because it, it's really bring it's really brought like good comedy. It, it feels like it feels like. Uh, like back in like the '90s, there was one jar- George Carlin, and now it feels like there's 50 of them. You know? Yeah, yeah that's that's, <laughs> a, that's a kind of a good point. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's one George Carlin in the '90s. Now there's too many. There's almost too many, but like they're all writing smart comedy, um, which I which I'm really enjoying. Um, it's just like the best comedy right now is on TV. The best comedy is on stand-up specials. The best, the worst comedy is in movies. Like yeah. it's it's really it's really unfortunate because we we've been noticing it the last few years with things like uh, like Sausage Party and American Ultra. It's like that's like just like lowbrow, 
like even Ridiculous Six as well, like lowbrow, bottom of the barrel, pandering to stupid people comedy. You know, and it's just, it's too bad that the best form of media is getting the worst form of, of uh, comedic writing. Yeah, I think I think we'll probably see a shift in that at some point, but it's not today, and uh, Ghostbusters is terrible, so why don't we move on to our top five, Chadley, unless you have anything else. Yeah, never fucking, never fucking watch Ghostbusters. Um, no, I mean, it's got fucking... Okay, uh, oh, there's one more thing I want to say. Sure. Hey, Paul Fag, I get it. You know, I get it, they're women, and you, you want to do that? You want to do the whole they're women thing? Okay, and that's great. Yeah, I that's agree. Awesome. That's fine. That's great, that's great, that's awesome. But if Maybe. you have them beat... The final, the final fight by shooting him in the nutsack. Okay, ball fag. But what is this really about? Fuck you. I think maybe let a woman direct it. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. No. Here's 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 the thing too. It's like a yeah. It's like what we're doing with this with this uh, with the, with like what Paul Fag does with his movies recently. Like Bridesmaids, that movie's all right. I can watch that. Pretty much yeah. everything after that, it starts to barrel downhill with like the heat and spy and this. Um, but what I think the problem is is that he's taking this sort of like sexist lowbrow hear- humor and mirroring it to be female rather than actually improving on it. So like he's like, okay, so there's a fart joke there, so we'll make a queef joke here. And it's like, okay, I don't want to hear a queef joke. I also don't want to hear a fart joke. Don't do either, you know? <laughs> It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking, it's just preposterous to me. Like, instead of mirroring lowbrow humor and, and battling sexism that way, let's write women smartly. Like, why well, don't how we about, smart- how about, why, how about let a woman direct the all fucking female Ghostbusters? That, that's, yeah. that seems yeah, obvious maybe, to maybe, me. Maybe have a fucking woman write it too, because Paul Fagg <laughs> wrote this bitch too, and he fucked it up pretty bad. Yeah, that's probably. I, I don't understand how any of these women looked at the script and said, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the fuck? No, thank you. I will not be in this Ghostbusters <laughs> flick, you piece of garbage. Chris Hemsworth looks like he had a lot of fun, though. Yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth <laughs> looks like, like he was the, having the time of his goddamn life after making so many of those shitty Marvel flicks. What I liked about Chris Hemsworth in this movie, full Australian, mate. Full you, Australian. I noticed this with Hemsworth in Vacation, too. Like When he's doing comedy... It looks like he's actually having fun, whereas when he's doing Thor, it looks like he'd rather be fucking anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. In the first Thor, he looks like he's really giving it his all, but like lately, he doesn't seem to give a shit anymore. He does. <laughs> he does the <laughs> fancy talk, like even at a at, at like a lower. It's, it's not even fancy talk anymore. Because like, because like at this point, like why would here's the thing: if you're in that Marvel Cinematic Universe, why would you give a shit anymore? Like guaranteed guarantee contract, right? So yeah, what what, is, what are they gonna do? Oh, they're gonna kill off your character. Great, they've already given you two hundred and fifty million dollars. You know, you're fine. I think you'll be okay. Make some smart investments. Your Hemsworth <laughs> can fucking never work again. You know. Yeah. Goddamn. All right, so uh, Ghostbusters is very fucking bad. But there are some good movies with ghosts in them. Um, yeah, I don't. So I don't know if I've seen that many ghost movies, but I've seen enough to make a decision yeah. of what the good ones are. Yeah, I slapped together five of them. Do you want to? You want to start us off? Yeah, I'll start us off. I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know, when it comes to horror movies, I always like to throw in my boy John Carpenter. And although ghosts were never his strong point, uh, he did make a lot of ghost films. Um, so I'm gonna go with The Fog as my number five. The Fog. I've never actually seen this. The Fog's um, pretty good. It was like it was like one of his early ones, right after Halloween. There, so didn't like didn't like Shyamalan Ding Dong remake this movie or something. 
Am I, am I incorrect there? Was that the mist or something? Oh, yeah, you're right. That was the mist. Never mind. Don't worry about me. I think, yeah, that's a, is that a Stephen King novel? It might be a Stephen King novel or something. Yeah. Why did, I, why did I think? Oh, you know what? I'm thinking of The Happening. I think that's what I'm thinking of. The which Happening, is a, yeah. Yeah, which is a Shyamalan Ding Dong film with Marky Mark. Right, yes. The Mist is like Frank Debabond or some shit or whatever. Yeah, but which, which one's The Fog? Which one? What's The Fog about? The Fog is about like a, a guy that lives in like a lighthouse and uh, gets attacked by fog ghosts and stuff like that. It's it. You, you've probably never heard of it. Cause it's, it's kind of, obscure. Well, I'm, I'm, I've definitely heard of it. Like, cause like, I'm, I'm, there was a remake. There was a remake. I just, I don't know who did it, but John Carpenter. Yeah. 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 It did. It, like, I feel like it came out in like 2006. Like I do feel like that exists. Maybe I'm making it up in my mind though. Yeah. Um, my number five, um, I put this movie on my list because it's tough to find good horror movies that are recent. And like, cause like there's been a lot of like really shitty ones and even ones like that are like semi passable just seem really good in comparison. Um, my number five is called Oculus. Um, this one's on Netflix. I, I think at least that's where I watch it. it might not still be there, but if it is go check it out. It's, uh, it's on Netflix. Um, this oh, one's really the, cool. The WWF production. Uh, I think, you know what? I actually think this one was the WWF one. Um, yeah. it was either this one or sinister. I don't know. I don't remember which one is which, but like, pretty, I'm uh, pretty sure it's Oculus. Oculus is really cool. It's about um, these people. They go back to their house, and there's a um, their house is haunted, and their parents were murdered. And then, like ten years later, they go back to try and figure out why, and they find out that there's like this possessed mirror that will fuck it with ghosts in it, and they'll the ghosts will come out and make these people do shit that they wouldn't, they you know that they were you know they wouldn't do you know like stab the brother or whatever. It's fucking. It's actually pretty good. Um, WWF presents John Cena's in there. Just kidding, no, he's not. But uh, 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 John Cena, John Cena should be in everything. Fucking here's the thing: is it like Daddy's Home was only good because John Cena was in it for ten seconds? I hope, I hope John Cena makes the fucking Rock transition because. Yeah, I want to see. I kind of love wrestlers acting. I don't know why they're just so big and preposterous. What was that one with Amy Poehler <laughs> and and Tina Fey that had um, oh, sisters? Yeah, that movie fucking ruled because of John Cena. Yeah, yeah, dude. The whole <laughs> the movie itself was only all right, but John Cena was killing it as the drug dealer. That was good shit. <laughs> it's just um, it's they're funny to look at. They're like clowns because they're so big. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, what's your number? My what? number four, the 1977 Japanese film Hasu. Uh, Hasu. You ever seen House? House, House is the English. Uh, it's 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 about a, it's a haunted house movie. It's uh it's it's really preposterous. It's really Toho made it, so it's just like it's real old school Japanese. Um, oh, dude, I, was, I like I love Toho, so I would definitely check this out. Yeah, you should watch House, man. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty great uh, horror film. Um, it's more probably maybe evil spirits, but I think that counts as ghosts. So I'm going to, I'm going to count house as my number four. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. My number four. Uh, let me, Oh shit. I got, let me just pull it up here. My number four, Bruce Willie was dead the whole time. Oh shit. I'm doing spoilers right here on the pod. This is a sixth sense. Oh shit. Um, and some Shyamalan on there. Oh shit. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't like to talk about Shyamalan, Shyamalan, damn Shyamalan, ding dong. Very often. Shyamalan, ding dong. Yeah. Dinkum, um, Shamalama Dinkum. Um, I I don't really like his style, and I think he got really lucky with the Sixth Sense because this is a pretty decent film. The Sixth Sense is good, and then the problem with Shamalan is he uh, he relied on that formula for the rest of his career, and then and then for some reason he made sci-fi movies badly. Yeah, yeah, 
he fucked up, dude. He fucked up. And then he was like, all right, let's do the visit. And it's like, oh, he can't. I can't believe people like that movie. Dude, yeah, people people were saying he was back. But let me tell you something about Shyamalan. Not back. I still see people sometimes bringing up the visit and being like, man, that was was a good film. It's like, no, it wasn't, though. But what (laughs) if it fucking wasn't? Piece of shit. Fucking the visit. I can't believe that shit. So that's Shingling Dung. Um, My number three, uh, the Tobe. Hooper film, Toby Hooper film uh, that Steven Spielberg probably directed. Uh, that's Poltergeist, baby. Poltergeist uh, official number three best film uh, with ghosts in it is Poltergeist, baby. I, I like I like that I like that Toby Hooper got the got the credit for it, but obviously Steven Spielberg directed this thing. Like yes. <laughs> I think we talked about it when we were talking about Poltergeist, but it looks exactly like a fucking Spielberg movie. Yeah, and you know what? Like for for the for the time. This is a pretty impressive looking movie. Like, yeah, it's great. Poltergeist it looks really silly good. now. Like, it looks silly now, but for the time, it was really impressive looking. Um, my number two, you'd mentioned some Japanese movies. What was the Japanese movie you, you mentioned? Hosu. Hosu. My number two is also a Japanese movie. It's called Ringu. You ever seen Ringu? 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 I've, never seen, I've never seen the Japanese Ringu. Uh, you know what? The American remake is also really good, um, but the original Ringu... Oh, dude, that'll Man. fuck with you. Japanese that'll make stay good. You. They make some good shit, hey. Yeah, I've I've never seen Juon, but I I've always wanted to. I've heard that's um, good too. Yeah, I've never seen I, that. I saw the American remake of Juon, and that was very fucking bad. So I've always just assumed <laughs> Juon was very fucking bad. But uh, Ringu Ringu is an amazing movie. Creepy girl in a well climbs out of the TV, Buck. Ugh, no she thanks. Climbs right out of the TV. Yeah, it's Video actually like it's really shit. Yeah, it, there's not very many. Um, there's very few uh, horror films, uh, it probably in existence that actually make me scared. And Ringu fucks me up. Like that'll that'll cause me to not sleep for a few nights. Yeah, that's uh, that's always good. My number two. Since we were talking about Ghostbusters, I figure it's fair to throw on the original Ghostbusters. My number two ghost movie. Number two ghost movie is Ghostbusters. That's right. Okay, well, I'll say straight up, my number one ghost film. That's Ghostbusters, baby. All right. Hell yeah. I do, I do love me some Ghostbusters. I, 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 think, I think Ghostbusters as a whole is, is, would be my number one, though. Like, they're not just Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're both really good. I like to watch them back-to-back because they do, they do flow together quite nicely. So. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's, it's, like, it's like watching Kill Bill 1 and 2. They were meant to be together. Yeah, absolutely. Somebody should make a fucking uh, ultimate cut of Ghostbusters. <laughs> the whole damn cut? Yeah, with one, two, and three. Just kidding, not three. <laughs> if you put Point one and two one. together, if you put one and two together, it might be the same length as Ghostbusters three extended. My number one, ghost movie. Although it could be argued that it's more of a hallucination. I'm gonna go with The Shining. The Shining. You know, what? I almost put this one on my list. I think I think this one's a ghost movie. They're ghosts. Yeah, is, like, like he sees ghosts or something. Yeah, he's, he sees he's something. I, I did almost put this on my list, but I did. I did opt out of it because I'm like, yeah, I, I couldn't decide whether they were ghosts or not. But I'm glad. I'm glad that you had the balls to go forward with it. I'm happy. It probably could be argued, but hey, man, I like I like The Shining a lot. I think it's uh, some some of Kubrick's best work, and oh, he made dude, all good films. So that fucking that fucking <laughs> Kubrick, that Kubrick aesthetic in a horror movie will fuck oh, you so up, dude. Good, dude. Oh, it's. Like here's the thing is that like I've seen a lot of Kubrick movies and he's got a very very clear aesthetic and like he's got a like a very distinct style 
like the second you see it in a horror movie, like until you see it in a horror movie, you don't realize how unsettling it is. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so, uh, yeah, the Shining, the Shining works absolute wonders in that. Well, like if you, if you take like two thousand one for example, the whole time you're feeling like tingly and tense and upset, mm-hmm. uh, and then you put like horror elements to it. <laughs> yeah, okay, too spooky for me. Yeah, good <laughs> night. I will not sleep for the next five weeks. Yep. God bless. So that's our top so five ghost movies. Top five ghost movies. Let's talk about Day of the Dead. Day um, of the Dead. <clears throat> um, I, I, I do think before before we get into it, I do want to say I do think Day of the Dead is a good movie with a lot of good aspects to it. Um, but what I will say is that the first hour is really boring. Um, where not a lot happens, and they're sort of just like experimenting on zombies and shit like that. And I understand that at the time, the zombie zombie genre needed a little bit of a shakeup um, from the typical, you know, people trapped, zombies, zombies in hordes type thing. But they wanted to keep that spirit there. Well, you'll notice so as we move, to... you'll notice as we move yeah. through these that uh, George George Romero, what is his last name? Romero, 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 Romero. Um, he 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 always wants to. Like he never wants to make the same thing twice. So that's that's why you'll see uh, his his uh, catalog is they're all very different films, but the, they they're all very uniquely Romero. And I, yeah, I think absolutely. I think this is a good example of him like really trying to make something new because he he he's already had two two hits, right? So yeah, and those those were for like. Great movies, but for the most part, they're generic zombie films. Well, they're they're genre-defining, def- so they are the zombie films. That yeah, exactly. He, he made them completely uniquely. I No, I totally agree. But then, like, once other zombie star- movies coming out start, started coming out, he realized right. he had to shake up he, his he own keeps, formula. He keeps reinventing himself. And you'll, you'll see that in the coming movies, like in Land of the Dead. It's a completely different setting. Diary of the Dead, found footage. Okay. So that's weird. That's hey, weird. Why are you doing hey, that? Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. But like, I think it's a good thing. I, I do think that it, it is a really good thing. Um, and, and this is a decent movie. Um, basically, they shook it up this time by throwing them in an underground military base. And we had one of my favorite characters. Smart. Yeah, maybe one of my favorite characters or maybe the entire series, um, the scientist. Uh, I think his name is Logan. Was that, is that right? Um, I don't remember. But uh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah, the scientist character is probably one of my favorites. And then we had a lot of really bad characters. And here's and here's why. All right, here's why. Because George A. Romero was clearly clearly going off character structure at its most mundane level, which is fine. This is a zombie movie, okay? But like, you can't have all the inherently good characters being incredibly smart and all the inherently bad characters being fucking morons there's like there's a five minute scene in this movie where two military guys are like just shouting at a broken electricity box and they're like let's fix it fix it dude fix it it's like it's like five minutes dude it goes on for so long and it's just these dumb dudes trying to fix it and they never do just so you know they never figure it out they just yell fix it for a while i i i listened to the commentary on this 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 time because I've, I've seen the movie like a, 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 fair, a few times yeah. so uh and, and right off the bat uh george romero's like uh, i i wanted to do a female lead character for this one because uh just you know to make up for how, how i treated women in the in the original <laughs> and it's like oh, all right george 
you know what? That might be his apology for the woman getting punched in the face by the black guy. Dub, dub, yeah, dub. I think it was. <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't mind that. Uh, I don't mind the main character of this one. Yeah, um, I think she's, I think she's a little flat, but overall, she works for the. Yeah, she, she, she's good. She's good for. She's good for what? Because really, the star of this one is fucking Bub, the smart zombie. So yeah, absolutely. That, that's what I was gonna say too. Is that, that is there is a human element to this one, which the first two don't have. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, you take a lot of the fun out of the idea when, like, because like. In Dawn of the Dead, you're, you're coming off the cuffs of, cuffs of Dawn of the Dead, and it's like, they're in a mall. There's a lot you can do in a mall. There's yeah. there's a lot of freaking there. But yeah, the, uh, to, the, to, be fair, though, like to be fair, though, like, the, the underground mine base is pretty cool. Like, it's as a pretty setting. cool but like, as a setting, but, like, as far as aesthetic goes, and, like, as far as, like, actual things that can take place in there, there's not much you can do. Um, yeah. Like, it, there's, it, there's it is interesting, though. In this, this is a real mine that they filmed it in, so... But I got oh, that really? from the commentary actually, too. It's not sets. It's a real mine that that is oh, used that's, as that's like actually pretty wicked. Yeah, they, they use it as like storage. Like you know, all those boats and stuff that's in there. That's actually stuff mm-hmm. that they keep in there. <laughs> yeah, I just like I don't know. There, there is like like I said, there is that human, um, that human emotion attached to this movie. Like, um, for instance, um, pretty much any scene with Bob the zombie, like he's the most likable character in the movie, which is absolutely bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Um, the scene where the scene where Bub discovers Logan's dead body is is actually like heart wrenching. Yeah, like it's it's almost like it's like it's like seeing a dog find its dead owner, and you know, like it's it's bizarre. It's like the scene from fucking Lion King where Simba finds his dead dad. Like it's bizarre, it's weird, and it absolutely captivates you. That's the best scene of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, the one thing I I do give Day of the Dead over Dawn of the Dead. Is the special effects are so good in this movie? Holy shit! Yeah, Doctor Doctor Gore, Tom Savini taking the fucking taking the helm on that one, because like Yo. I love Dawn of the Dead, but this is the special effects are fucking terrible in Dawn oh, of the Dead. Dude, the zombies, the zombies look like shit in that movie. They look better yeah. in this movie, except when they're in hordes. Yes, like if you pause it, at well, hordes and you look closely, those things look like shit. Well, they do have an explanation for that uh, from from. Tom Savini was also on the commentary track and basically he just the whole time was him just jerking off at how good he is at making special effects and George Romero's like just like clearly rolling his eyes as Tom Savini starts going into a big fucking <laughs> rant about how, how everything was made but um so for the shots of lots of them they, they couldn't afford to put makeup on all of them so they just put these fucking terrible masks on a lot of them and like oh, okay. there's that and uh, apparently when they were doing like the, the promos and like had a bunch of uh, people come out to Pennsylvania to do like photo shoots and stuff with Romero, he, there's like a picture of Romero like with a bunch of the shitty zombies with the masks on and that's what they used as promotional material. And it just <laughs> looks fucking horrible. Dude, that's so good. Um, um, there was also one zombie. I don't know if you noticed this. In fact, I don't know if anybody else in the world would notice this. But there was one zombie in the horde he didn't have a mask on. He didn't have makeup on. He didn't have nothing, dude. He was a fucking. He was wearing a, like a, a football jersey, and I just I couldn't help but notice he wasn't wearing anything. He was just a guy. Yo, you know what's funny about that though is is a lot of them are just like the people's like husbands and shit. Like the the main character's wife or like her brother and her husband are in it. And you know at the start when all the hands come out of the wall at the yeah. beginning, there's yeah. one that grabs her tit, and and that's her husband. Dude, that's so good. <laughs> Dude, yeah. that's fucking amazing, actually. 
that's why I like that's why I like commentaries. This this is not a very good commentary, but uh, there's there's some good content in it hidden. Yeah, absolutely. It. We're we're learning about this movie, and like I would say, the first hour is really boring, and then when they're just like first starting to work on the zombie, as soon as like those two dudes die, and then he starts feeding the dudes to the zombie, um, yeah. that's that's when I think the movie gets really good um, and really fun. Um, the zombie scenes themselves are really fun. Um, um, particularly like the scenes where they're ripping off limbs and like, like the, I I do think there's a lot of good zombie work in this. In in fact, uh, Romero said that this is his favorite one that he's made. So I, I don't think this is as good as Dawn of the Dead. Um, I don't think so either, but I think the zombie work is like, zombie works fucking way better. Definitely way better. I say day of the dead. I mean, I'd say I'd say this is probably I don't know how the rest of the series goes, but I imagine this is probably gonna be the last good one. Well, you but, might like the next one because it stars John Leguizamo. So. Oh fuck, dude! I do love John Leguizamo. <laughs> it's not a great movie, but John Leguizamo makes it very watchable. <laughs> awesome, dude! I'm gonna watch that fucking today now. Yeah, it's um, pretty good. Is that Land of the Dead next? Land of the Dead, yeah. Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead's interesting. We'll get into it, but it, it takes place in uh in a in a world where uh, a survivor colony is already established, which is interesting, which kind of leads to a lot of what people are doing with zombies nowadays. So I, I really like I really like the Romero way of doing things because he, he he is still making these movies, right? Like Yeah. He just makes one movie every like decade in a bit, and it's like, man, that is the way to make a franchise. We don't have to pump out seven fucking marvel movies a year you can just do a fucking day of the dead movie every 10 years you're fine apparently he's working with his son on a new one so once he uh passes which he's he's 90 now so his son can take the realm (laughs) so yeah hopefully we'll have an output of uh living dead for the rest of our lives if all goes well yeah that would be excellent that would be absolutely fantastic because i don't i don't need them i don't need them every year every every five ten years a new 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 one comes out I'll watch. Yeah, I usually yeah, do. I'm fucking, I'm fucking down, dude. It's a movie. It's it's, it's, it's something as preposterous as Diary of the Dead. Yeah, it's a franchise that's fucking. It's got five movies in it, and it's half a century old. You know, like we, we've come to a point well, where we got, can do that. It's got six, but does that six? It's two. Tri- it's two trilogies. Yeah, two trilogies. Two trills. Um. Yeah, this one's good. Um. The first hour is boring, as I said before. Um, it's it's certainly not on the same tier. As the first two, but I think I think it does have its merits, and I think it's a, a pretty good zombie film. Yeah, Bob, Bob the zombie baby, Bob the zombie. Bob, Bob is great. Big, Bob is big fan of Bob. Big Bob fan might of Bob. be too good to be in. <laughs> George A. Romero fucked up. He peaked. He peaked with Bob. <laughs> yeah, Bob the zombie. All right, so we got one more movie to talk about. Yep. The shallows. Uh, the shallows. Remember well, when I was saying the first hour of Day of the Dead was really boring? Yeah. One million times more things happen in that than in The Shallows. <laughs> than the entirety of the film, The Shallows. Oh, yeah. Beautiful film. Nothing happens in it. Yeah, here's, here's the problem with The Shallows, is that this is basically a rundown of, of what happens in The Shallows. There's ten minutes where nothing happens. They shoehorn in cancer for no reason. Um, Twenty minutes, then nothing happens. Then something happens for, like... 30 seconds and then she she sits on that rock for like fucking 40 minutes dialogueless just like yeah doing nothing like it's so fucking irritating to watch it's like it's like cujo but 
not fun. <laughs> yeah, not fun, not interesting. <laughs> it's it's like almost exactly like Cujo, but not fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see the Cujo parallel, actually. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think about it when I was watching it, but you're right. It is like Cujo. The problem with this movie is that... Good thing. Blake Lively's not that good, but there is something kind of charming about Blake Lively. She's yeah, I've okay. always found that. Like, especially... We watched Cafe Society last uh, episode. And I, yeah, I yeah, I think you said the same thing. pretty good in that, but, like, n- never, never outstanding. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the problem. Is that, like, you can't write dialogue for somebody who's 30 as if they're 15. And that's what that's what was going on here. Like this girl was her all her dialogue was so not fitting to the age of Blake Lively at all. Blake Lively fucking 30. She's fucking 30, you know? You can't ever say it. you can't ever call her a dad and be like, "I'm not coming home for curfew, dad." It's like, "Fuck you." It wasn't exactly that, but it's shit like that. It's like she's written like a 15-year-old bitch just fucking pouting the whole movie and then okay uh, let's just let's just talk about this because i'm 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 ready and willing to spoil this movie because nothing happens yeah yeah so basically what what the events of what happens here is that blake lively is going off swimming on some private oh man there's so much that makes me mad about this movie okay so they establish early in the movie that she had been searching for this beach because her mother who had died of cancer had found this beach and really loved it, but it was a private beach. It was like a secret beach, and she finally finds this secret beach, this amazing, beautiful beach in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And um, so she's like, "Oh yeah, she's going surfing. She's going surfing on this beach, like just like her her mommy did." You know what? You she, know what? I find uh, interesting. If if the locals won't tell you what the name of the beach is, the beach is probably called Shark Attack Beach. <laughs> so she fucking goes surfing, and she gets attacked by a shark, and nobody's around. And she makes it to a rock where she can sit. But the shark's still there. She sits on that rock for 30 minutes, dialogueless, doing nothing. Like, I swear to Christ, it's just her sitting there for 30 straight minutes. It's, it's aggravating. Like, it is. I was pissed. This is a 90-minute movie, and it felt so much longer. It felt really long. Yeah, it does abuse that runtime uh, a little bit, and uh, I just like there's so many sh- there's so many things that just happen for no reason. That's just like like her finding out that like like the audience finding out that the mom had cancer and that she found this beach. Okay, why do that that way? Because now instead instead of this character who we're supposedly trying to root for being able to. Uh, enjoy her mother's spirit or whatever, blah, 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 blah. She's always going to put negative annotations on something that her mother loved. Why the fuck do that? There's no point to it. There's no reason. Also, the the mother has cancer. What are you trying to make this relatable to me? I don't care. You know? And it's not that I don't care about cancer. It's that I, it has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. I just I, I want to put a disclaimer in here. Uh, the movie I've done podcast is not pro cancer that's Chad's we are not opinion. we are not pro cancer obviously but like the cancer thing had nothing to do with the shark thing which is what the movie was about if the movie's about cancer and it's about how cancer is bad and like somebody gets cancer and it's a big thing like that's that sounds awesome that would be a good movie i'm sure it exists somewhere well it's you know it's more about her coming to terms with the loss of her mother but uh 
Why throw a shark in there? Yeah. It's her coming to terms with the loss of her mother, but like at no point do we see any like improvement no, in her character. Or resolution. Really? No, or resolu- no, no, no. Actually, there is a resolution that made me fucking fuck mad. It's like oh, yeah, that's right. later in the film, at the very end of the film, she takes her sister surfing. The fuck would she ever go surfing again? You know, like I, it, it reminds me, there's a scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall where Paul Rudd goes, if you get attacked by a shark, are you going to start stop surfing? And Jason Siegel goes, probably, yeah. Probably. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like, <laughs> hey, don't continue to go surfing after you almost died via shark attack. But she goes surfing at the end of the movie and she takes her sister with her. And her dad's just there sitting on the beach. He, he's an old dad. He's not going to surf, right? Yeah, he's not going to surf. Yeah, he, he ain't surfing. And right before they go out to surf, the dad stops her and goes, hey, your mother would be proud of you. And it's like, why is that line of dialogue there? He really thought this was the most appropriate place to say this? Not, you know, like, literally anywhere else. Maybe the fucking hospital after the shark attack? No, here on a beach in Texas, which by the way, I don't I don't know if there's oceans in Texas. I I cannot confirm. There is, right? Is yeah. there an ocean? Where do you okay. think Texas is, Chadley? It's in the middle of the fucking Gulf of Mexico, you fucking okay. weirdo. Alright, fair enough, fair enough. Well like why stop her? You know there? It's on all sides of fucking Texas, Chadley? The Gulf of Mexico <laughs> and Arizona. Right. <laughs> but like it just seems bizarre to me that he would stop her like that, like mid-scene, for no reason. Just to be like, your mother would be proud of you. It's like, all right, there's a resolution, but it's fucking shoehorned in. Like, that line couldn't... If that line wasn't there, I don't think anybody would be like, what about the mom, though? You know? Would the mom be proud? Nobody... No, they wouldn't. Nobody would ask that, because it's fucking stupid. It doesn't need to be there. Well, one of my biggest gripes with this movie, um, it's really nice looking because like the ocean cinematography and stuff and then you looks get, like shit yeah you get to the shitty fucking sci-fi channel shark and you're like what the <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah why does the shark look like shit dude <laughs> like otherwise it would be I, I would call it a beautiful movie but the shark looks so fucking bad it's like yo is that a sharknado ass shark what the fuck? <laughs> it doesn't look like a shark at all oh my god it does fucking look like sharknado shark god damn <laughs> Yeah, no, the shark looks really bad. I totally agree there. And they show it a Look, lot. Look, I, I appreciate people trying to bring back B-movies to the big screen. I appreciate that. But, like, can we make the sharks look better? <laughs> yeah, God. Like, if the new Sharknado came to – if Sharknado 5 comes to theaters, dude, I'll go see that in a heartbeat. That's not really, like – there used to be B-movies, though, right? Like, <laughs> there used to be, yeah, like, like – like, anything with John Leguizamo, basically. Yeah, and they used to go to theaters, and I used to see them. But now it's just all blockbusters or indies. There's no B-movies anymore, and I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate when something like this comes along and goes to theaters, right? I want to see a movie that was rushed, very, very, like, it was just fucking like, rushed and thrown into per, theaters. Piranha 3DD or whatever, right? They were trying to bring back the B-movie, right? Failed. <laughs> now now the, something- the Shallows, they attempted again. This movie actually made a lot of money. So it might not have failed, Chadley. If if anything good can come out of this, I hope The Shallows brings back B movies to the somebody theater. That's somebody, that's what I care fucking, about. Somebody out there fucking blowing an air horn. I think I think they're dropping the bomb. 
But um, why why are you interrupting my big rant on B movies? Now 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 I'm off track, Chadley. Who cares? All right, fucking shallows. Uh, fucking shallows. Um, I don't. Know, it reminds me a lot of like Ouija and like things like that, where it's just like it's just very quickly slapped together. Yeah, you ever see the Ouija? Fuck is that? No, I don't know what that means. Ouija. It's a movie. It came Ouija. out like yeah. There's the sequel. It came out this year. I haven't seen it yet, but like um, the first like a Ouija one, board. Yeah, it's like Ouija. Ouija That's board. what you're talking about. You're talking about a Ouija board right now. Uh yeah, the movie Ouija. It's like it's like a B movie. It's a B horror movie that was slapped together in like fucking seven days or whatever and thrown into theaters. This, that's what this reminds me. I appreciate that. I appreciate that kind of stuff. I just wish that they were better. But um Yeah. I don't know. The shallows I don't know. I, I was really excited because I love shark movies and then they yeah, just kinda didn't too. do anything with the shark. Um like the shark didn't do anything except for the one scene where he ate the guy whole and like it was like all right. <laughs> I so hate bad, when though, he jumped like whenever I, a shark I, jumps out of a water that's like a bad CGI shark, they can't get like <laughs> flash right and like the water that comes off of them. It just uh, it never works out. Well, the thing too is like I always hate it in shark movies when they eat a dude whole because like that just means they didn't want to fucking do the CG of the guy's half body, you know, like. <laughs> But it's like, all right, just get rid of the whole guy, then we don't have to deal with any of the, the messy stuff after. <laughs> Big fuck, yeah, it's preposterous. Uh, there's just there's so much like weird convenient shit. Like uh, there there happens to be a dead whale there, there happens to be jellyfish there. It's just, oh, there happens to be a GoPro. There happens to be a GoPro. <laughs> there happens to be a Steven Seagal. Yeah. Yeah, Steven what was Seagal? How about that? How about that? Yeah, what? what was it the Steven Seagal friend? What what was what was going on there? I I cuz like at this point I was at by the time the Seagull came around, I was wavering, dude. I was playing on my phone and like checking Twitter and shit. But like what was the Seagull all about? Was he just there to kind of be have a broken wing so she could have a friend or It's like, because, it's like, like why is why is Wilson the volleyball on Tom Hanks Island? Okay, Wilson the volleyball kind of makes sense though. Not really, though. If you really, if you really put your mind to it, doesn't doesn't really make any sense. Oh shit! I'm putting my mind to it, and you're right. Don't make any fucking sense. Fucking casting um, is not very good. <laughs> eh, it's okay. I've seen Robert Zemeckis do better. I've seen Robert Zemeckis do worse. Christmas Carol. Um, you know, it's it's it's, it's right there in the middle. It, it ain't no fucking for Forrest Gump or Back to the Future. That's all I'm saying. Forrest Gump's fucking is not very good. I kind of like Forrest Gump isn't that great, but like it's super dense, and I appreciate it for that fact. It's really offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Really offensive. (laughs) Yeah, but the thing is, is like, thing about Forrest Gump is that like, I uh, when did that come out? Like ninety three or something? Uh, Oh, ninety four. Yeah, nineties nineties understanding of autism is like my favorite form of offensive shit because it's like (laughs) so far off base. The thing about um, <clears throat> the thing about uh, Forrest Gump is that like they never really say what kind of retard he is. He just kind of is one, you know. And like we just kind of have to accept that. It's so it's it's nonspecific because it doesn't exist. Like that's that's why I, <laughs> that's why I, like that's why I kind of waver between liking it and disliking it so much. Yeah, because like there really is no form of like uh, of mental disability that allows you to become like a billionaire entrepreneur. There really isn't, you know. Well, I, I think it's supposed to be like autism, right? Like, uh, yeah, I, I'd imagine. I, I, you know, high it's functioning. Like it's, it's not anything like that, though, which I appreciate. 
Also, I just, like I just watched The Accountant with Ben Affleck, who plays the autistic accountant Batman. It's fucking real. It's real weird, dude. It's a dad movie through and through. Here's the problem, though. Here's the big problem, as far as I'm concerned, with Forrest Gump, is that like I don't know. Look, I don't know how the Americans were operating back then, but like guy with autism, yeah, maybe don't send him to Nom. Maybe don't fucking send a guy with autism to Nom. <laughs> well, what else is he gonna do, Chadley? become a Bubba Gump shrimp entrepreneur anyway we shouldn't be talking about Forrest Gump really we should be ending this show yeah absolutely um that is a show do do we want to do we want to pump out some trailer trash real quick sure why not super fast Um, four minutes before we hit an hour two two trailers came out um since our last episode that I want to talk about number one uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers what do you think I don't know if I really care. Looks kind of. It looks all right though. Here's the thing. Don't take it. I, I, here, here's here's how I here, here's how I see it. Why are you taking such a childish fucking thing from the '90s that every that nobody under the age of 23 remembers and aiming it towards teenagers? Yeah, teens I don't, don't remember. Yeah, teens don't remember this shit. Teens were fucking. If, they were, I don't know if I really care about anything from the nineties. You don't care about anything from the nineties? Not really. Now you kind of went off on Forrest Gump already, so. Not not like. I don't want anything remade from the nineties. It was already fucking made in the nineties. Well, why the fuck do I need more of that shit? It was horrible yeah, then. It's, it's still gonna be bad. It's not like the eighties where like like the eighties had like a really good stream of content. And yeah, then everything the nineties did was kind of just like trying to be like the it Power was, Rangers. Power Rangers, dude, let's be 90s, honest. That's just nineties is watered down set watered down eighties and the eighties is fucking amped up seventies shit. So. <laughs> the thing the thing is is like Power Rangers, let's be honest. That's just Ninja Turtles made to be less weird. Yes. Yeah, it's just like they're like, <laughs> no, all right, I let's do. make Ninja Turtles, but like in, let's not have giant rat men. I do appreciate though that uh, like when they showed like the Japanese fighting parts. Uh, where like you can see the little Japanese dicks and like the yellow and pink <laughs> costumes. Yeah, because that was yeah. all dudes in those costumes, and you can just see their little outlines of their little Asian dicks. <laughs> like Not next time you watch some some Power Rangers on Netflix or whatever, uh, watch the fighting parts from the Japanese version of the show and look for the little dicks that are just uh, packaged into those. This is, uh, this is this is a true story. I used to work with this guy who was like really fucking weird, like maybe on the spectrum, but like really fucking weird. Um, and he w- uh, lived two hours away from work. And so, Jesus, like, no, he, thank you. he would commute every day. And then one day, like I was working the night shift and he was working the night shift. And then we were both working the morning shift. So I'm like, you know what? This guy's fucking weird, but like, hey, why don't you crash on my couch tonight? He's like, yeah, okay, that that would be cool. So he comes over to my house after work, and uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't remember what I was doing. I think I was playing a game or something because it's like this guy's weird. I don't want to interact with him. I'm just gonna continue about my everyday life. And without saying a single word to me, without saying one single word to me, he turned off my game, turned on Netflix, and just started watching Power Rangers. But I was so scared, like that he was gonna murder me if I told him not to do that. That I didn't fucking say a thing. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> that, that that sounds fake. That's how fucking hilarious that is. 
<laughs> yeah, no, it was really bizarre. I didn't know what to do. Um, another trailer that I want to talk about is for a movie that I think looks real fucking good. And I don't really usually say this, especially about superhero movies, but Logan looks amazing. Yeah, that one might be all right. Yeah, um, to, Logan, are, are you see, yeah. Did you did you see the Doctor Strange trailer? Yeah, dude, I don't give a shit. Like, I don't fucking it's just, care. It's it's it looks like fucking Inception or something. It's real yeah, weird. Yeah, it's like it's, <laughs> it's it's what would happen if Black Panther swallowed Inception. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. What, oh man, what did I watch with that Black Panther guy in it recently? Oh, Love Actually, good film, good film with Black Panther guy. But, um, you know what I am excited for though. Because I, I just went What's to the that? theater theater like yesterday, so I saw a bunch of trailers. But dude, that Kong movie looks like it's gonna be good as fuck. Yo, I was gonna say something. Uh, who is in that? Like it's Tom Hiddleston, but there was like somebody really good in it. Who, who is it? Uh, I don't remember. It's like somebody that we absolutely love. It's it, uh, like it's uh, uh, it's like Liam, it's like Liam Neeson, but it's not that. Um, uh, oh, it's fucking Goodman. That's who it is. Oh Johnny yeah, Goodman's Goodman. in it. Yeah, it's gonna be good, dude. It's gonna be so and and Jackson. What the fuck? No, no, dude, should we place our bets for right now? Do you think in Kong Secret Island, do you think he'll be a John Goodman or a John Badman? Ooh, I think he's gonna be a Badman. Do you think he'll be a John Badman? You think he'll be the one? Here's here's the thing with Kong Secret Island too, because they got. We'll talk about that trailer real quick uh, as well before we end the show. Um. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Kong oh, Secret God. Island. Ah. Kong Secret Island looks good, but, like, I think that um, that franchise has gotten a bit excessive. Because, like, watch the original King Kong for a second. King Kong's supposed to be, like, 11 foot. And then, like, in the, in the fucking... <laughs> I, do, I do like Legendary's fucking universe where they're just like, let's just make them, like, ridiculous, like preposterously big. It's yeah, like, like, what do you the, mean? The fucking gorilla can't be as tall as the Empire State that doesn't make sense for <laughs> yeah. when he climbs on it in the peter jackson movie he's like 30 foot and then, and at that point i'm like you know what all right that's okay all day he's as big as a whatever he's 150 feet tall and it's like okay maybe let's enough is enough i do Why appreciate this this weird like cinematic universe that legendary is creating though like it's really weird like with godzilla and king kong what else are they going to put into this it's going to be it's going to be a weird shared universe man oh dude well they're making a uh, mothra yeah um, okay but I, I mean like are they going to make like a fucking rodan movie or some shit like oh, how, how more preposterous could they get with this uh, you know what i'm in <laughs> i want Look, a straight rodan movie Look, here's the thing, is that Gareth Edwards has that Star Wars movie coming out in a couple of months, and that's the last straw, dude. If that doesn't if that doesn't work, I'm never watching a Gareth Edwards film as long as I let he, him. He, he pulled out a Godzilla, too, for Star oh, Wars. Good. Oh, good. In that case, if Star Wars is bad, I might have to... Which is which is why which is why we might have a good chance for Godzilla, too, because... Because <laughs> fucking Gareth Edwards sucks? I don't know. That's being, that being said, that Rogue One looks all right. Um, seen a lot of trailers for that. That Fantastic Beasts and Where to uh, thing the finger five them. films. Five films they're making that. I, I can't, can't believe that. that. Holy shit, dude! That makes me want. I look that that's a compendium that they made that's like forty pages. I was surprised they were able to chalk one film out of that. Well, it's not going to be based on that, really. It's they're doing their own thing completely. Yeah, it's like it, uh, J.K. Rowling is doing all the stories for it, and it's like basically the adventures of Newt Scamander or whatever. 
But here's the thing is that I don't know if we I can deal with five fucking uh what's that fucking guy's name? Redmayne? Eddie Eddie Redmayne? I can't I don't yeah. know if I can do five movies. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm, I was going to say. Much at, I'm pretty much at the end of my ropes with Redmayne. Um but like the latest Rogue One trailer did confirm James Earl Jones baby, he's back. That's pretty cool. Dude. That movie has the greatest fucking cast of all time. <laughs> Mads Mickelson is in that bitch. And James fucking Earl Ben Mendelsohn is the bad guy. Ben Mendelsohn. <laughs> it's gonna be fucking unreal. Mads and fucking Mendelsohn going at him. <laughs> Holy shit! Those are my two favorite actors. And Felicity Jones is getting the Whitaker eye at her all the time from the guy with the robot oh, legs. Yeah. I'm kind of really excited for that guy. movie more than I ever more than I ever thought I would be. And you know I what think... got me real hyped up? Fucking Ben Mendelsohn. Lover. Don Glover, as oh, fucking dude. yeah, but that's not in. That's not gonna be in Rogue One. No, I know, but that's that's gonna be its own fucking movie. That's gonna be maybe better than Episode Eight. Oh, dude, fucking the Han Solo movie at this point is there is okay. I watched a movie called Age of Adeline, um, which was mm-hmm. very fucking bad. But um, is that a time travel movie or something? Uh, no, it's about uh, it's a Blake Lively movie, and um, basically the, the the plot is preposterous. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Uh, it's this Blake Lively movie where basically she um, she gets in a car accident and then gets hit by lightning, which for some reason stops her from aging oh. ever. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. So like, what happens is that she bangs this guy in the '60s, and then yeah. she breaks she breaks up with him, and then later on in the movie she's banging this guy. Turns out, uh, uh, old, old Buck Harrison Ford is the guy that she banged in the '60s, and it's this guy's dad. Right. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. That's but not that bad of a concept, though. <laughs> yeah, I, the concept's pretty good. The movie's not very good, but um, what they do with it is kind of retarded. But here's the problem. Here, here's the problem, though, is that um, in Age of Adeline, there is a guy because like the because they had to have Harrison Ford at the age of nine thousand um, in the <laughs> the sixties version of Harrison Ford. Whoever fucking played that kid should be young Han Solo because dudes almost like. Almost looks exactly like Harrison Ford. Young Harrison Ford. I'm like, holy shit, is that CG Harrison Ford? How the fuck did they do that? Yeah. So they should have got that guy. I don't know if he can act. He's barely in the movie. But I, like, I remember like, like fucking y'all rubbing your eyes. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? what am I, am I looking at this right? <laughs> did Harrison, is Harrison Ford time traveling? Is he a wizard? Yeah. yeah. Did Maybe. they shoot this shit in the 60s? <laughs> They've been making this movie for fucking 80 years. <laughs> it's like boyhood. Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, I think that's probably the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Tune in next time. We're counting down our top 50 favorite movies. We're going to talk about 100 movies. Probably not, actually, because uh, there's going to be a lot of overlap. But we're going to be talking about a lot. I think there's going to be a good amount of overlap. We like the same movies generally. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and next episode, episode, next episode might be a longie. So get ready for that. It might be a longie. I'd imagine. All right. See you guys next episode 100. Episode 100.